Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. I'll say this. I don't know if Jimmy Hoffa is still buried underneath Giant Stadium, but he's rolling over at his grave with some of the bad offensive football that stadium has seen this season. Mm. Good Christ. Mm. Okay, let, let's just kick off the show with this question. Would, uh, would you rather be a Giants fan or a Jets fan? Jets. Ooh, it's a great one. Jets. Yes. Wow, okay. Because at Why least because I know I know what the hope is and the future looks like with the Giants. I got no idea. I yeah. have no clue. I don't know why you would think that. Well, because Rodgers is still there when he so gets back. And how long is that? How long is that going to last? Who knows? Well, at least a couple of years. Come on. <laughs> okay, y'all said that coming into this season. Well, he got <laughs> so hurt. we can't be out a couple years. We might be out one year now. I mean, you got to take one year off, don't He's you? He's under contract for sure for three. <laughs> how long so is his body two, under contract? Two for? after this. So, <laughs> what's his body going to give with that contract? Jeez, this guy, these guys. Well, I'm just yeah, saying, just a negative. Jeez. Y'all talking about who? What, no, you were the big yeah. Zach Wilson guy last year. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still Zach Wilson. Sound like Rodney Harrison right now. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! All right, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I get that he's got a contract for a couple years. That's great. Okay, but. hey, play devil's advocate. So you're the, on the Giants side here. What, what, what do you got? <laughs> Nothing. Oh, <laughs> what do you got on the Jets side? We got we got we got Aaron hoping that Aaron Rodgers can come back successfully from an Achilles tear. Like I don't I, I don't know that you have any hope. Like if you're being realistic, which is the lesser of the two evils? I, I mean, they're both evil. I was talking to a medical expert yesterday. He said that seeing him walk in that little boot or whatever it was, that he's a month ahead of schedule. So it's almost like even though he had surgery three weeks ago, it's almost like he's, you know, two weeks or excuse me, two months out from when he had surgery. Damn right. Which is kind of crazy to think. Great I mean, obviously the, the speed bridge procedure is going to speed this whole thing up. But the, the, the question should become <laughs> right, like, so great job. If the if Wilson and, and the Jets aren't even in a playoff position, why would Rodgers want to come back for meaningless games? Mm. Yeah, I don't think he's come back this year. 
I, I, well, I, I mean, they're making it seem like he's going to. I mean, I would at love, least have a shot. I, I would love to see it happen. Uh, that would be phenomenal television to kind of get to sit through and see it play out. But it, it just feels like the Achilles has always been. And, and what if he, you know, if something happens and he suffers, you know, re-injures it or whatnot? I just, I, I can't imagine he would come back. And to your point, if they're not even in the playoff race at that, like, what is the, what is the reasoning behind it? Technically, I don't know that you can re-injure it once it heals. I, I know you can, you can, you can, you can't like, tear it. <laughs> you can tear it again, but based off of, you're actually supposed to have a stronger tendon once they repair it. Is is, is I think the 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 theory behind it like you could injure it but i don't know that it would be based off of the prior injury if that makes any sense i mean i think that that's the way it was explained. i don't know man i think you can re-injure it you can re-injure you. anything but i'm just right. saying it's like in theory when when they repair it it's actually supposed to be a, a, you built it stronger. stronger it's like oh you break a bone it grows back stronger damn right i, I mean that's just what I heard. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. The I only thing I'd it. say about uh, that you could break, or, you know, anything or whatever. Like the appendix, a little different. You get that taken out, you don't have to worry about that thing again. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. I don't think you have to worry. Do you have to worry about that? Not nah. is the appendix something you can take out? And you don't need. Like, yeah, that's like your tonsils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, tonsils I don't, I don't, don't grow back, I don't think. You know, the no. cool thing about this conversation and where it's gone is it's actually more interesting than the game. Oh, come on. Oh, wow. That's wow. right. You, you don't you're think, not wrong. Hey, I mean, you're, you're not, you than, don't, you don't find it entertaining Adams. that Brian Dayball's <laughs> dump truck nuts is throwing, you know, uh, uh, surfaces. Tablets. Yeah, tablets on the sideline. I mean, Adams getting... was ready to fight the dude that said you can't go back in. I mean, <laughs> it was <laughs> like all the other storylines that were more interesting to, to see than to watch the game. Game. I'm not trying to laugh, but Jamal Adams reminded me of a guy you see outside a college bar every night at about 1.30 who is mm, t- who's pissed off much. yeah, because they're telling him you've had too much, and now he's trying to fight the bouncers. It's like, come yeah. on. Like, and they're trying to help you. They're not making it up, man. Like he, I feel bad, man. I mean, he couldn't. He hasn't been able to play for what a year. It sucks. And then now he gets a shot and he gets, you know. Then he gets back in. Was actually making plays. Like he was, yeah. he was getting acclimated into the game. You were called well. said. I mean, you tell me what if this is a compliment. He's like, yeah. Well, the best part of his game at this point is uh, as a blitzer. You know, he's basically uh, <laughs> turned into a linebacker. I was like, well, that's not really friendly for a defensive back, is it? No. But but even uh, for a safety, say, it's like. Let me just tell, and I'm, I'm certain there are no children awake right now listening to us, but maybe there that. are. But if there are some children listening and you play football, that is 100% plus extra credit plus extra credit. Absolutely not the way you try to tackle. Like, I mean, he went out of his way to put his head down and be yeah. as close to the ground as he possibly could and trying to hit him. It, it's absolute, It's an absolute no-no. He might have got away with it, you know, and, and made the tackle um, and not got knocked out. But, I mean, that's what happens when you do that. You know, you torpedo yourself. You put your head down. You can't see what you're hitting. You don't see what's going on. And, and Daniel Jones, like, that's like the equivalent of – I mean, it's it's a harder punch than a punch to your to your you know to your temple. Like you get hit with a knee, that is that's that is like the worst, man. 
and, like and I Muay Thai right there, right, Brady? Bro, I got hit my oh, head yeah. one time by Tim Biaka Batuka. Um, he was name. running through the line. Y'all remember him? Yeah, Michigan. Oh, of course, Tim Biaka Batuka. Biaka Batuka. Number 21, right? 21. Yeah, he went to the Carolina Panthers. Right. Tim Biaka Batuka. And, and he was with the Carolina Panthers when his right. knee met my head. And yeah. it made a noise. Here's the noise it made in my head. <clears throat> And then I got up and I was like, something isn't right. Something is not right. Yeah. And I had a concussion. There you go. By way, way to play a drop right after the concussion breakdown, yeah, Sam. Sam. Great. Heartless. It's perfect. But that's that's. I, I'm certain he heard the doom, 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 doom. Like, like that was a hard knee, like hard knee to the head. Anyway, I, I just I thought it was interesting. Like, what are you what are you irate about? So it's like, like it's like throwing a shoe down a flight of stairs, basically. What it sounds or like. being in an empty room and throwing like a, a a pebble or a marble up against the wall. You know the noise it makes. Oh yeah, yeah. Like how it like like how it echoes really really crazy for like really loud and really long, but then it just starts to die out. Yeah, that's that's what it sounds. I mean, that's for me. That's what it sounded like in my head. So, and I'm I'm pretty sure. It's, I mean, I, I think know. we should try to give some uh, you know credit to the Seahawks though. Oh yeah, I mean, they're yeah. It, it helps when you get what eleven sacks in the game. Devin yeah. Witherspoon is a stud, man. Uh, yeah, that Bobby Wagner is a stud. Couple, you know. I'm so happy he's back. Wagner's a stud. Yeah, I mean that defense has really turned up. At the beginning of the year, they couldn't get after opposing quarterbacks. The last couple of weeks now, they've been much better. I'm not sure if it's a more a broad product of the uh, Giants' offensive line. No Andrew Thomas, that seemed to clearly play an issue. Um, but I mean, it's so hard to figure out what exactly is wrong with the Giants. I mean, no Saquon hurts. The offense runs through him. We've seen historically the numbers too for Daniel Jones without Saquon. Not good. And and without Andrew Thomas and the offensive line issues they've had, it's like you kind of felt like that could have been a – that was going to end up being a fire drill. I I think the Seahawks are is – it, is it crazy to say possibly – I mean, losing to the Rams to me is not a horrible loss, even though it's a horrible loss because it's in the division. But it's the first game out. It's first game out, and and then uh, you think about the uh, wait, was that Rams preseason or was that regular season? Regular season, regular, regular season, season. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I think I think that that was a tough loss, but I think you almost have to look at at Seattle as legitimately a contender for for the West. I mean. I know that San Francisco is is going to run away with it in a lot of ways. Like they're just really probably good. all the ways. Probably all the ways. Probably all the ways. But if there is one team that you could say is maybe a dark horse that could challenge for it, or yeah. even get you know maybe that wild card spot, it it does look like Seattle has the ability to to do that. Like it's a team that doesn't look. I think they're continuing to improve. Like, I think they've improved from last season. Yeah. Like, I was impressed watching them play. But I, I don't like know. That I thought. mean, that's against – that's it's against the Giants, and I don't know why the Giants are so bad. But, you know, but I, I think that, like you said, giving Seattle some credit, I think they're playing some fine football right now. 
Yeah, they are. Gina, Gina's playing better too. Like I'm not saying he's playing what we saw him, you know, the way he's playing last year, but with Kenneth Walker back, the way he can play, like they they've got a squad that could, that could be a playoff team. There's no doubt about it. In the last two draft classes, they've hit out of the park. Yeah, they've they've done a pretty good job there. They like mm. they've been uh, since. I, I would I would say, and I'm going to go out on a limb here. I go think I think the the Seattle Seahawks have so far, you know, come out on the better end of the Russell Wilson trade. I'm going to go out on a well, limb I mean, and say Devon Witherspoon's one of those picks they got yes, back. Yeah, I, I, so. I feel like they've uh, they've they've got the edge so far, the advantage based on what we've seen you know, in a year plus from Russell Wilson, and then also from what we've seen out of the Seattle Seattle Seahawks the past year plus. They feel like they're going to be a playoff team again. The draft class has been great. It was great last year. And Pete Carroll looks like he's rejuvenated. That guy, I've never seen anybody chew gum at a more rapid pace than Pete Carroll in my life. Well, Brady, intense. you played for him. What kind of gum yeah. are we working with there? What are we, like, um, are we I, I think it's that like bubble. No, no, no. It's, it's like that uh, you know old school like bubble gum. You know mm. stuff. They used to have a big tub of it right there in the the, uh, the yellow room. wrappers. Yeah, the little wrappers you bring. Yeah, I think it's like a oh, bunch of those. Wow. Yeah, Sam, it loses its flavor really yeah. quick. Sam, you can come on and say that. You have to say it in my ear. <laughs> Just trying to be a good producer back here. I was thinking it'd probably be a Bazooka Joe with the uh, the bad uh, the, the bad little joke uh, in it, or it has like a rub on tattoo or something. Those or... are really that's hard. Yeah, that's really really tattoo. hard. <laughs> I'm thinking those of are, Fruity it's... Tootie or Fruit Stripes or what was it that yeah. had the tattoo with it? Yeah, yeah no, it's not that type of <laughs> gum. yellow wrap. It's close. I just don't know why you had to hit me in the ear about it. Like, <laughs> Bazooka Joe. They still make all that stuff. I, mean, that, I know, it's way. crazy. It is. It's rock hard. <laughs> so you got to put it in the microwave for 10 seconds. By the way, for those Soak you, it. For those of you listening, just imagine you're having a football conversation and a voice in your ear just comes on and goes, Bazooka Joe, and hits multiple <laughs> people on the show with the same one-liner. Like, dude, just trying you to be part you know. of the conversation too, Sam. I'm just trying to do my job back here. We um, always enjoy when you come on. Bazooka Joe. It does run out of guy. flavor uh, really, really fast. It, so. Yeah, it's it's insane. That's the problem. Is and by the way, most gum does nowadays. I feel like I, I'm not sure if there's like uh, something to that. Like maybe they're like, hey, we put some stuff in there that may have caused cancer, but the, the taste lasted for like an hour. Now they're like, yeah, we can't do that anymore. Yeah. So uh, the flavor's gonna last for about. It's five called du- double bubble. Is what it's called. Yeah, I think that was what it was. Yeah, I think that's what bubble. it was. I'm seeing in a story they're they're reporting that it's. Bubble yum, or bubble yum? Huh. Bubble yum is very different than than bubble double. Bubble double is literally <laughs> it's double what bubble. You, it's or bubble every, yummy. Yeah. So it's double bubble. That's definitely thing. the yellow one. Yes. Yeah. Original flavor. The yellow one. Yeah, the yellow one kind of sucks though. But that's the one that everyone has in their lockers. Very acidic. Hmm. I, it's the one that everyone has, in, and and you just grab a handful and you put them in your pocket. By the way, they still sling in those uh, those five pack, the little uh, five stick pack of gum over in the vending machine around the hall. Like, how long have those been sitting there for? Like, uh, wouldn't Lee years? know this answer? Lee, yeah, Lee, what's over in that vending machine? I don't. Yeah. I never get anything from the vending Some machine. Wrigley Spearmint or something. Is that because like the liquor store's across? Oh, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> if I'm going to walk all the way to the vending machine, I'm yeah, going to the liquor yeah, store. Yeah, Brady's got a tab they open. Come the, on. They said that the deodorant and the liquor store is no good, though. It's not. It burns. There's a lot of things that aren't good. Lee, what have you bought in that liquor store besides liquor? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, well, there's always liquor involved with the when you go there. <laughs> oh, my God. Get, get Doritos. Okay, so what, what, what outside buy, of, of liquor has, have you bought there? 
Well, I mean, do you consider beer liquor, or what are we talking about? <laughs> hey, Lee, aside from alcohol, I what t- have you bought at the liquor store? I, too, have actually had the same story as Jonas, where I've had to get deodorant there once. <laughs> well, if you guys didn't buy thing? it. That's the only thing you bought. What else do you buy from a liquor store? I don't understand. I, I don't go to a liquor store that, that frequently as much as you do, at least. Uh, so. so, I mean, do you, what lotto about like a, a bag of chips, lotto tickets, some certs? They definitely have good snacks in, in liquor stores. Yeah. You know, you can get nuts. I know, used to do the okay, sweets. My go-to was uh, green Doritos, salsa verde with uh, Arizona iced tea. That used to be my go-to. Healthy. I mean, that makes sense. Hmm. All green. Yeah. Yeah, I got my greens in. Yeah. He's nuts! Thank you. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sam had you there before. No, it's yeah, a good one. I mean, Sam is on point, man. Oh, like, that's man. that's what you go in there for, these nuts. Yeah. <laughs> they have really good good. What kind of nuts do you like, nuts. Lavari? Like like a mixed uh, deluxe nuts? You know. Like I, cashews? There's this. There's Pistachios. these nuts on, on the market right now. They're, they're like maple... Maple something nuts, and and they had that. It it almost tastes like you're eating French toast, and and they and are, they're like they're, coat. They're coated, right? I think I know what you're talking are, about. Almonds. You get them yeah. in the airport. They are freaking amazing. Yeah, I think they are almonds. Man, these ones I were eating were walnuts, but they have almonds, and they have I want to say pistachio, not pistachios. Mm. Um. What are the long ones? What are the long? Careful. They like look like a, a horn or something like that. What Brazil nut? No, no, no. No, I, I'm, I'm gonna be big. honest with you. I don't know any nuts that are considered long. Yeah. It's oh, not, uh, cashews are cashew, like a horn. Cashew, yeah. cashew, cashews, cashews. It's not really long though. They it's look not like, long. I yeah. mean, it's, they're longer than regular. They're, they're, nuts. they're shaped like a Viking ship. Yeah, they look like a boomerang. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Viking ship nuts. Yeah. <laughs> or a clog. <laughs> Either way, they taste good when I put them in my mouth, and and I enjoy the 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 way they flavored them. They're like my new these favorites. Nuts, is what you're saying? Yeah, and like the entire uh, the entire bag. Yeah, the entire bag. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> I was even asking the people around me. I was trying to share my nuts. You know, like you want some of these nuts? Sheer or made, share? Share. Oh, I thought you said sheer, which sounds sheer. painful. No, sure. a long time ago, Sam. It's a Pittsburgh thing, man. You know, we we make things. We we use uh, Stillers. There you go. Stillers. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, hey. Um, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. And that'll wrap yeah. up our uh, recap of Monday Night Football here. I mean, oh, this was far more again? interesting and entertaining. <laughs> Do we want to go down the stat line? Yeah. Is there anything else we missed there? Um, yeah. No, we, I mean, we got, uh, you know, some people that are upset about some moments. The, the Giants aren't a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're not, they're not good. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, what else are they not? <laughs> a good team? Yeah. Well. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they're not a good team. So, uh, I mean, it is what it is. So, listen, there's, uh, there's all sorts of fun stuff coming up on this show. You know, you know how we roll on this show here. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. So we talked about Monday Night Football, just the disastrous performance for the Giants. The Seahawks get it done on the road. Daniel Jones, Brady Quinn asked the question, who would you rather be right now, a Giants fan or a Jets fan? And it feels like both are kind of in a a similar spot where there's major question marks about the quarterback. But it does feel like we've reached a point in the Zach Wilson criticism on the Jets side where we're kind of taking it a bit over the top. Rodney Harrison, uh, former legendary player in the NFL for a long, long time, had a great career. He's uh, he's a does a fine job uh, doing the pre and post for Sunday Night Football for NBC. And he was talking post game with Chris Jones of the Kansas City Chiefs following the Chiefs win over the Jets on Sunday Night Football, which we broke down yesterday on the show. And the back and forth went a little something like this when the conversation turned towards Zach Wilson. Was Zach better tonight than what you anticipated he would be watching him on tape? And you could be honest. Um, honestly- 
wrestling, yeah. uh, if I'm being completely honest, we knew it was going to be a battle. He's continued to get better week in and week out, and he's continued to lead week in and week out. But watching that tape, man, you got to look at this dude and say, oh, he is garbage. Like, we should we should really tear him apart earlier. Like I said, Zach Wilson is special, man. You just got to give the guy time. You know what I wait, mean? Wait, 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 wait. Did you say Zach Wilson is special? Yeah. I think he had a special night, but I don't think he's special. I've got to prove that over You're special because you proved it over a course of time. He's not special. I'm just saying, Chris. Hey, listen. I'm just saying. So that was uh, Rodney Harrison's back and forth with uh, with Chris Jones uh, following the game. So Jeez. Zach Wilson's getting it from uh, from all fronts. Uh, Robert Sala, the head coach of the Jets, apparently Rodney Harrison reached out to Zach Wilson because some people definitely had issues with some of his comments. Micah Parsons was one of those who took issue with just how critical Rodney Harrison was of Zach Wilson. And so Robert Sala of the Jets, he responded to the question about the comments and how Rodney handled it afterwards. I heard about it, and from my understanding, uh, Rodney uh, uh, this morning handled everything the right way. Uh, Rodney's a good man, and uh, uh, whatever he's getting for um, for that is it's uh, water under the bridge. I think he's he, he's handled it exactly the way he's supposed to. All right, translation. <laughs> I agree with what Rodney said. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Can, can hey, I pick man. it up? Like, like here, Here's what I'll say is Rodney Harrison's an old school player. What you, what you heard when he was interviewing was the player Rodney Harrison and what he would probably say in the locker room to his boys if they had gone out and they were going up against a quarterback he didn't think was very good. Like, that's, that's what you saw. That's what you heard. Now, some of it's made for TV. Yep. But, like, today's day and age and world, they're not okay with that. They're not okay with harsh criticisms. They're not okay with really how things used to be, how things sometimes are. I don't know that locker rooms are like that as much anymore. Like, I think this this younger group of players is more kind of buddy-buddy. Like, it was, it was funny. After this past week's game calling Minnesota-Carolina, you look down on the field – and uh, my play-by-play partner, Alex Faust, looks at me and goes, doesn't that look kind of funny? What up, Alex? And I said, yeah. And what, how all portrayed is you had a bunch of dudes laying down on the ground, down on their knees, all with jerseys. They're signing them. They're swapping them all. I was like, that ish never happened. Never happened when I played, when LeVar played. Go back whenever you want. Like, it's just, it's changed now where guys just aren't as critical of one another. And... You know, that's, I'm, not, I'm not trying to defend Rodney Harrison necessarily what he's saying. I'm saying all, all, you're, all he was was giving you a glimpse of really what he probably would have said if he was still playing in the locker room. <laughs> and so it came off as completely unwarranted from a TV standpoint because there's really no point to, to talk like that, even though he's not insulting him as a person. He's just kind of talking about what he's seen on the field so far. So it, it, it's his own opinion. I mean, he's got to live with it. That's part of being on TV is when you say something, you have to live with those words. But I think in that instance, Roddy was just telling you exactly what he'd be saying if he was a player. And it, it's funny because it's the one thing that the media and fans all claim they want to hear. And then as soon as they hear it, they, they can't, can't handle it. it. Yeah. yeah. Rodney, that's, I mean, that's what Rodney was known for as a player. If people don't remember Rodney Harrison as a oh, player, um, Rodney yeah. Harrison was a dog. Um, 
And he was nasty like that. He was a Dog. smack talker. He was Dog. physical. He'd be Man. grabbing and holding. I mean, he'd Me be doing anything had, he could to get you out of your game. We had our moments. I, I, hit, it, I hit Doug Flutie one time, and – I think it was like an offsides or something. I hit him anyway, and and Rodney was barking at me. I said, Rodney, I'll beat your ass, man. You don't shut up. Um, but but he don't care. He don't care if you're bigger. He don't care. Like he don't care. He's a dog. Like he's he's the type of dude you love to have as your teammate, and you hate to play against him. Like that's he he earned that reputation. And and you had him and Sayo on the same team. It's just crazy. I think that they were on the same team, but um. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing about a dude like Rodney Harrison is he always is going to shoot from the hip, he, and he don't care. Like, and he does it well enough where you know he's not going to find himself really in trouble. He shouldn't find himself and or found himself in trouble saying what he said. I'm sorry. There are a lot of people that have said worse about Zach Wilson. So for people to be up in arms about something that that Rodney said that wasn't glowing about Zach Wilson, like you said, he wasn't taking a personal shot at him. He's just talking about his game. And his game has not been special. I mean, I think people have been pulling for him. The people who have pulled for him are pulling for him. The people who feel like he can't do it and, and you know, the, the, the gig is up for him, they, they feel the way they feel. Everybody has their opinions, as, as you mentioned. Like, he gave his opinion. He thought he – I mean, and, and let's be clear. Like, when you call something trash, you're going for, for effect. Right. Like, you're not, you're not saying that he's trash. Like – it's an it's a word that you use. It's a trash talking term. It's that's such a great term. For effect. It's a great yeah, it, term. It's it's like you're, you're driving for effect, right? So so in the end, <laughs> so demeaning. If that if if that's too much for you to handle, to be honest, you're in the like you're in the wrong profession. If somebody calling you trash as a professional athlete is 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 inflammatory to you is 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 disturbing to you you're hurt by it because yeah. uh, a, a a commentator an analyst said said that he's trash or he's not he's not there was nothing special about his game this was a special moment it's a special game for him if you can't handle that if that if that's upsetting to you you're in the wrong profession that's yeah. what I would say. And I'm not throwing that at Zach Wilson. I'm just saying anybody who's acting as though Zach Wilson shouldn't be able to shoulder that or that shouldn't, like, roll off of him like, like water off a duck's back, like, it's not – that's not a big – it's not a big deal. It's not no, that big I, of a deal. I think the thing that bothered me about at least the position Ronnie Harrison was in was the dude does have arguably maybe his best night, even in a losing effort on a big stage – uh, at least this season, maybe in his career, I don't know. He's he's had some other games, but like at no point as an analyst do you point that out. Do you make mention of that? I mean, he he outplayed Mahomes, and as an analyst, like you got to, regardless of what your thoughts are coming into the game, you got to give him credit for that. And so mm-hmm. it's a it's a little surprising just the way he handled it and conducted himself with it. Almost like he just I don't know if again not like a vendetta. But when you said before, like, he did it for an impression, and maybe you're doing it to, to draw attention to what you're saying. But it's just – it's not good analysis. Like, in that position, give the guy credit. He played well. He put, gave his team every chance of winning that game. It was not Zach Wilson's fault that they lost that game. 
and yet he didn't want to acknowledge that at any point in time. You know, and that that's kind of what more what bothered me from how he handled it. It's just mm. it seemed like he did have, I don't know, a malicious intent with how he was trying to get Chris Jones to say something controversial, trying to make something buzzworthy. I mean, this is probably not the best time to bring this up, but how's Rodney Harrison not in the Hall of Fame? What the hell's that about? He's got credentials, no? Like yeah, two-time yeah. All-Pro. He's got all the Super Bowls. Like great like reputation for being, you know, one of the nastiest players in the game. Like, how's that guy? Is it because he was a dirty player or something? Well, you don't get into the Hall of Fame you by don't. being one of the nastiest. Yeah, players, but he, but, but no, he's got. He there's does, a story. He has there. gotten results. How many though? other guys have been two-time All Pros that have gotten in? I'd be curious to hear that. I don't know. Mm. Usually, it's, it's more than that. I mean, I'm m- most noteworthy on his resume. I mean, he's a leatherneck. You know, Western Illinois. You guys okay. would know about that. You know. I just want to well, point that out. This segment's dead. What do you mean? Yep. Well, I mean, it's 12 after anyways. we got to get to break. Yeah, a couple of clock sure. guys here. That's how yep. we operate. You're a clock guy? Yeah, damn right. Leave that alone, LeVar. Leave, um, leave, the, uh, what? leave that alone. Huh? A lot of ways we could take that. Oh, uh, really. What's that, Sam? I said shout out Macomb, Illinois. Yeah, what's up, Macomb? It's not I'm far from Monmouth. About. Yeah, it's not Shout far. out to BSV2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What up, BSV2? That v2. is right. V2. Yeah, that is v2. right. V2. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. It's the Book of Joe podcast. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Yeah, well, there are no boundaries, right? Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location species salt versus freshwater and more plus it's smooth sailing with fishing bookers simple online payment method you'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local start your angling adventure now with fishing booker visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today fishing booker fishing trips made easy so monday night football last night the New York Giants went out and defecated all down the sides of their legs because uh, that's what they've done so far this season. Offensively, I believe them and the Jets are the only two teams without an offensive touchdown in the first half, or there's something like it. Or the Giants are the only team without an offensive touchdown in the first half. Whatever. Uh, they're just both, both offenses seem to be struggling, and the Giants seem to be really, really bad this season. And coming off – the playoff appearance last year, a playoff win last year, and everybody feeling great about where they're at. And, you know, the Brian Dayball experience and Daniel Jones and all that stuff. So not good for them. Also, it looked like it wasn't going to be good for Geno Smith, who went down with an injury. He was carted off. He got looked at. He eventually came back and returned in the second half. We got to see a little bit of Drew Locke which was fun. P. Carroll was getting him pumped up. It led to a, uh, a score, a Noah Fant catch and run down the sideline that led to a one-yard touchdown run. So Drew Locke came in and played pretty well, all things considered. But afterwards, Geno Smith was asked by Lisa Salters about the injury and the hit on the sideline, and he was none too pleased. You got banged up in the second quarter. What, what happened? Uh, a dirty play. Dirty play. You guys can see it. It was a dirty play. Uh, there's no place in this sport for that. And, uh, you know, hopefully something happens. But other than that, you know, the grace of God, you know, allowed me to come back into this game. So I'm happy to be back out there. You were pretty fired up for the entire rest of the game. Just what was what were you upset about? You know what? I, I just don't uh, I don't respect that type of stuff. You know what I mean? There's no, no need for that type of stuff. Uh, it's a hard-fought game out there. We're all battling, but no need to take shots at guys running out of bounds on the sideline was it was it really that dirty of a play i mean i I, I didn't think it was but i i could have to go back and look at it again i mean maybe in the moment it feels like that i just i don't know I, i i think that there there has to be a level of understanding of how fast the game is moving and what happens in those moments of the game moving so fast. You you could think that a guy is being dirty, but the guy's really just trying to do his job. And and 
you know, it's every every so often you see a guy like, all right, he'll hit you. You'll be literally two, three steps out of bounds, and they nudge you. They 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 knock you down. Like whatever it is, Jerry like, Tillery. Do you see that on Justin Herbert? Like he was ejected for it. Like that was a dirty hit. Like if, if you're clearly out of bounds, but to me, I think if it's close, if it's was close, he clearly out of bounds on that one? I wasn't sure. Looked like maybe uh, that hit started inbounds and then got viciously out of bounds. The hit on Geno Smith or Herbert? No, on Herbert. Um, it was close. And then I, I feel like the other thing is he went high. Yeah. And that was what, like, everyone freaked out about. Yeah, the, the Chargers had a red ass after the game about it. No Khalil Mack. Well, was I mean, Eddie could speak to this. The Chargers and Raiders hate each other. I mean, I know that whole division, there's a lot of hatred between all the teams and the rivalry. But maybe it's just everyone hates the the Raiders now that I think about it. Eddie, were people throwing down after that hit? Do you see any fights uh, in, in the uh, in the crowd? Anybody? Uh... No. Uh, most of the Raider fans that I was around were like, "Oh, that was a dirty hit." Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, he was out of bounds on that one." And he got he got ejected right afterwards. I did um, see one former former Charger, by the way, Jerry Tiller. Yeah, I was going right. to say. He had the red ass. I, I did see one Chargers fan light up a Raiders fan in the stands. I did see that. Oh, was there, there another fight? Yeah. Oh, Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that. That Raider fan, though, Brady, I got to say, looked like a, a strong breeze would have blown him over because he was yeah. uh, barely uh, able to stand, if you know what I mean. That's true. That, 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 the punch that the Chargers fan landed, it, it made it look like it was Mike Tyson out there. <laughs> yeah. He knocked the guy back like, down like stairs almost. Yeah, well, listen, um, I the hit on Geno Smith, I didn't feel like that was dirty. It felt like he was still in bounds, and when Simmons made the tackle, his body weight just happened to drag him down from behind, which led to the ankle injury. But Geno Smith made it seem like it was reckless and and dangerous and and all the other things that came along with it i just i didn't i don't know what he's supposed to do in that point if he's making the tackles geno smith's going out of bounds doesn't your body weight lavar and your momentum just carry you through the tackle what's he supposed to do like well i mean if you're making it in bounds you're you're definitely going to to carry your momentum through through the play i mean that's just that's just how how it all works but i i don't know I, I just think again, it gets a little little sketchy to me. Like if you're one, one or two step, like literally maybe one step, and and you've committed to making the hit while you're still in bounds, while he's still in bounds, um, it's hard to say it's dirty. It's hard to say it's dirty if if the if the quarterback is clearly out of bounds. And and he gets you know obliterated by by the player. Now nah, that's different. But I just you know, I, I didn't think that Isaiah Simmons situation. I didn't think that that was egregious. I'll say. Are you trying to say basically that the way that game ended, that the Chargers were giving the middle finger to the Raiders? Is that what you're trying to say there, Jonas? Uh, well, no. I mean, I'm just saying. Uh, I'd, by uh, the way, I was I'd, talking about Geno, but yeah. I, I wasn't even talking. Uh, about well, I was just looking at the fight of this uh, Raider Charger fan. I mean, that's disrespectful to Howie Long that that guy's going to put up a performance like that in the stands trying to fight a, a Justin Herbert guy. He got the, knocked. Didn't he get knocked out yeah. like cold, right? <laughs> quick. It was quick. By the way, he looks hammered out of his mind. Um, yeah, and, and listen, uh, Justin Herbert's now got this injury that he's dealing with. He's got a fractured middle uh, left finger. I don't know anybody that's ever fractured just their middle finger. 
that feels like it would be uh, a little bit uncomfortable. So he's got a what they're being called a gruesome nail injury, like a fingernail injury, uh, according to Ian Rappaport. Well, usually a gruesome fingernail injury that's ripped off. You don't have the nail anymore. Yeah, that sucks. I feel like that would be something you'd want to have. But uh, Justin Herbert, I guess, is not going to miss any time. They've got a bye week coming up, and the plan well, is— Why would he miss time? Well, I don't That's know. non-throwing hand. You, you tell me. What, what sort of issues could this broken middle finger on his left hand cause a quarterback, Brady Quinn? I mean, under center, that's about it. I mean, it's not his throwing hand, so it's not really going to impact anything outside of taking a snap from under center, which they tend to be in shotgun quite a bit. And uh, outside of that, you know, ball security. If he does take off and run and the ball's in his left hand, he's probably not going to be able to grip it as as strong as he'd like. Um, one of the things that you can do, obviously, to circumvent that is, you know, put a glove on it. You put a glove on it, it helps to enhance the grip, and uh, that might help or aid into it a little bit more as, uh, as he looks to recover. But, I mean, you said he's got two weeks. Um, and, and not saying that if there's any sort of fracture in the finger and all that, that'll be able to heal in time, but it'll be close. I mean, that thing could be healed by the end of the season, especially the way they'll protect it. And, uh, they'll try to you know do their best to make sure it's not impacted even throughout the course of the game in week six, when they take on Dallas. Would you guys rather break your finger or lose your fingernail? I think I'd rather break my finger. I'd rather lose a fingernail. Yeah, I'd rather lose the nail. No, that, that just tells me you've never broken a finger before. I've, I've broken many fingers before. Okay, then have you lost any nails in those fingers? No. Okay. Terrified it's, of it. Trust me, it's not as bad. You'd you'd rather lose your nail. I don't know. I'd rather go through the uh, the aches and pains of the broken bone. The fingernail feels like it would take longer to grow back than the bone to heal. Isaiah Simmons tried to pull up too. He let him go. Yeah, like I'm watching it. I'm reviewing it right now. He let him yeah. go. Like, can he, we make that a new like segment? He, by the way, what's that? Well, can we make it where Lavar's official review, where anything that's questionable the defense does, Lavar <laughs> gives us I'm his, a, like his his official I'm review in. of how he sees it. Yes, I would if love he, this. If he was trying to be dirty, I mean, honestly, Q, if a guy was trying to be dirty, don't you think he'd be pulling on you? Yeah, a like little bit. Get, I mean, keep I'm not joking you. about this, by the way. Like, I want imaging. I want all of this yes. and us to get psyched up and then have VAR, like, review a couple, like, nasty hits that were like, hey, that wasn't really that nasty. Was how, nasty. How about uh, it was. VAR's video review? Oh, yeah, it's our own VAR. There yeah. you go. It's our, it's, it's our own VAR. Yeah. And we've got VAR on the show. Now we got VAR, you know, yeah. morning after. VAR's we, video review. I think yeah. we should just make cartoon characters of you, me, and, and you – and and have all you me you and you um like what? yeah we we should have this as like a cartoon like toy story like one of those uh, goofy i think you things. guys are funny as hell did you have andy watch that by the way no God, why no. what do you think i was gonna I... have my girls watch that i want to see if they like would watch football with dad if it was in a cartoon no nah, i'm making them watch the program Learn real football. Oh, God. That's what I want. So he's going to learn steroids pretty Damn young. Damn right. Slamming little girls. He already said he wants head. to go as Latimer for Halloween. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you do realize there are some questionable scenes in that movie with Latimer, uh, right? Listen, I'm, I'm um, choosing to ignore those scenes. I'm, I'm just, just looking at uh, the football no, stuff. This is just, just classic Jonas forgetting. I, 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 I fully remember everything Slamming in that movie. Very, uh, I even remember the original copy kind where they laid down in traffic. And uh, kind of, kind of ne- next thing you know, some people went missing. And so they said, we got to take that out of the film. But... Right. 
Um, yeah, VARS, VARS video review. Let's VARS do it. VARS VAR. I like this. I like where this could head. Mm. Bang. Bang. And we could actually Bang. even extend it to past football, like all video review. You know? VAR, you in on questionable this social media videos we put out there. Maybe we get VARS I'm just sitting here watching review. how this Chargers fan is just destroying him. He destroyed him like three different times, three separate times. Yeah. Did he kick him at some point? I thought I saw a roundhouse kick at one point. Did that happen? Or am I making he just that up? Was, he was just one-handing, like just one-hand disrespecting the dude, man. Yeah. By the way, I don't know how I feel about SoFi Stadium. I don't Why know if I like that? it or not. It just looks, it looks like a giant gazebo. I'm out. You, don't, you guys don't like it? I don't know. You can't walk all the way around on every level. That's like, serious. you literally have to go down or up to certain levels to walk around. around. I mean, it's yeah. really nice. I just, I don't know. I, there's it just not really a lot of, nice. I'm trying screens, to look for some character to it. Those screens are so high def, man. Super high def. Eddie, is it true that you've, like, been pounding the table for them to resurrect Qualcomm Stadium so you can drive back to San Diego for games? Is that true? Uh, that is a negative on okay. that. Uh, how do you feel about SoFi? Uh, after being at that dump Qualcomm and then yeah, well, the, uh, the Home Depot, stadium. whatever the hell that place is, <laughs> right. I think yeah. it's a, I love it. Go Chargers! Brady is right, though. You can't just walk around it. it, it well, is, I mean, who, whoever designed it, like you didn't think at some point that'd create enough of an inconvenience where people would be like, this is stupid. I love walking around stadiums. I love seeing the different yeah, you, you views. You can't at SoFi. Yeah, Literally, sucks. depending on the floor you're on, you cannot walk all the way around that thing. Hmm. Uh, our, our colleague Ben Maller has a good story of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers broadcaster Gene Deckerhoff, who I believe is uh, touchdown Tampa Bay. Is uh, called it quits here uh, recently, but uh, fire the cannon. He was he, he was walking around in SoFi and just he had no clue what to do <laughs> or where to go. And, uh, and Ben Ben did the nice thing and uh, helped him to get where he needed to go. I'm looking for the press box. He he looked like. Uh, he he just uh, had no idea what the hell he was going to do to try and find the broadcast booth. But uh, may as well get a sangria on my way there. <laughs> I love Gene Deckeroff. One more time, there, Chunas. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. We were interviewing him when I was doing a radio show in South Carolina. We had him on as an interview because uh, I think South Carolina or Clemson was playing Florida State. So we were doing a preview. And literally in the middle of the interview, he said, all right, guys, got to go. The couch is here. He was getting a couch delivered to the house and literally <laughs> nice. hung up on us so he could get the couch into the front door. Like, I mean, okay. first off, how long were you on that show for? You got so many stories that you didn't even make it a year on that show, did you? Uh, no, not a year. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I'm just saying uh, you have a lot of stories from a show that didn't even last a year. Yeah, listen, I'm a storyteller. What do you want from me? You know? Yeah, sort of. It's yeah. going to be a touchdown, Tampa Bay. See? Oh, wow. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. I mean, if, right. let me ask you this, Jonas. Yeah. You've never left a radio interview to go get a couch delivered or any of the piece of furniture for that matter? No, that's never been that. Never been my move. But if Bert- you called me, I would literally hang up on you just to get a, a couch or a piece of furniture delivered. Jeez. That's messed up. I know. But I, I'm just being honest. I, I would. Yeah, but you couldn't tell the guys, like, hey, just bring it, like, put it on hold and say, uh, all right, yeah, just bring it in. Uh, we're going to set it right there. You know, it's it's poor planning by him. I'm gonna blame. Would you want to Would you want him to put it on mute and say that, or just like, keep it live and no, let I that keep go it over live? It's more entertaining. Yeah. Albert Breer has his phone cut out every week. He was attacked by dogs one week. Well, he puts like, his turn signals on. He his flashers. I mean, he AB does not hit mute at the all. Fire alarms go off during this show. We still move on. We that, we well, march on. Too. We do this show. 
So That's true. Very true. Moving company brings in some recliner you ordered, and you can't just be like, all right, put it right there. So anyways, what did you guys want to get back to on the game? Instead, he just hung up on us. Yeah, well, again, maybe he had a better idea of how long that show is going to be. <laughs> That's true. I wasn't going to hang on for very long, huh? You think I'm going to do this interview for a show that lasts less than a year? How long did it make it? Ten months? Not that. What, what are we doing here? All right, I'm just what, asking. What are, you, what are you trying to shame me? No, I'm All just right? asking the question. We never talked about this. I, I don't even think it made it la- that long. It was not. Uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. Very disappointing. Why do you think? Why do you think it didn't work? They had no money. Oh. We go with that. Well, that always. You know. You know that. You know the station is. Yeah, you know the station's not doing well when one of the morning show co-hosts is also washing dishes at the Sesame Restaurant in the Charleston Mall at night. That's probably uh, probably probably it's when you know things are a bit of are, an indicator. Yeah, yeah, things are a little bit of a struggle there. But hey, at least Gene Deckerhoff got his nice. Was uh, was there not an opportunity to wait on tables at that restaurant? I mean, usually you make more money waiting on tables than you do washing dishes. Yeah, because I just thought it would be easier to wash dishes. Oh, so that that radio host was you. Yeah, that was me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, you like, made that seem more anonymous. Yeah, so I uh, I just figured there would be, it would be better to wash dishes than have to. So wait nobody tables. would see you and hear your voice. Why? You'd oh, make more no. money waiting tables. Well, the best part. Well, so walking you go to in, the table and you're like, hey, how you doing? I'm Jonas. They're like, wait, I, I know your voice. No, the I be- know your name. The best part was when they brought me in for training. I'm walking through the kitchen and the guys are like, hey, I just heard you on the radio this morning. I was like, oh, Christ. Yeah. yeah, that was me. <laughs> now get you to still, work. You still <laughs> never get your hands in them. You still have clean those pots of pans, son. Why you didn't want to wait tables? I, don't, I just didn't want to deal with people. Plate check, homie. Yeah, I didn't want to deal with people. <laughs> hey, radio boy. <laughs> radio boy. We need spoons. <laughs> you got them soft palm olive hands. <laughs> Ain't no lotion here, boy. <laughs> We need glassware ASAP, a-hole. You wash dishes, don't you? <laughs> Not good. Uh, but again, Justin Herbert should be back after the bye week. Did you have uh, your <laughs> labret when you were washing those dishes? No. <laughs> Someone shoot you with a BB gun, boy? <laughs> Little gothic boy. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> what's, do it. What's wrong with you? Oh, man. Um, it is uh, two pros and a cup of <laughs> Joe here on it. Fox Sports Radio. That's funny. Uh, oh, LeVar man. Harrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox <laughs> with you. <laughs> you softball ball with hands, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.